0: guys happy valentine's day sending all our love out across the podcast airwaves just making you guys feel like we care about you and in some ways we do because you bring us numbers and numbers bring more podcasts and make us feel special so actually you're doing us a favor so thank you
1: (laughs) and rumi just did whoever's watching the youtube a favor because he started out with i'm gonna say you are going for a romantic gesture Then it just looked like you were Spider-Man looking in a window in a Sam Raimi poster. And then you were just kind of like a terrible puppet at the end. It's an interesting evolution of of motion.
0: (laughs) Well, it it went from, you know, me feeling the love to me feeling like a hero, you know, because we're really doing the hard work here, bringing the podcast. And then my train of thought fell off. So then I did feel like a puppet. I felt like.
1: I don't even... I don't even... Oh, I see. I see what you're saying now. I got it. So, I like, so how you, did you I feel mean, like a hero? But now I understand what you're doing. It's a gag. It's a gag. Twip, yeah. twip,
0: twip, twip, twip. We're doing goes, jokes. Shoop, 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 shoop. Hey, follow us on social media. Show us some love. It's the season. Uh, right now, there is at least one of you who's like, oh, fuck, and forgot to get their significant other, that important thing for Valentine's Day, you know, to feed dildo the, pizza, dildo pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, guys, at least at least do something. At least do something. Um, you know, we still have time to figure it out. We're we're recording this early. I'm still. I'm yeah, still this is a couple.
1: This is like a week before around A week and a couple days before Valentine's, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're. What still, are you? Are
1: you doing anything? Do you know yet?
0: Well, yeah, uh I, I'm getting my wife something, something that she's been eyeing. So that'll be nice. And then is it a pizza? <laughs> it's one ingredient <laughs> off that pizza. Oh no! Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I mean, well, hopefully. Um, uh, and then we have the the baby. I got to get her something sweet, maybe a little candy or something. Definitely not pizza. Oh <laughs> shit!
1: I didn't think about getting my kid anything.
0: But he's not a girl. You don't have to get him anything. Be like That's toughen up, dude. <laughs> he he, yeah. he he opens it and is like, "What's this lingerie? I don't get it. I don't get it." <laughs> Wait, is
1: that what you're getting your little
0: girl? Hell no. <laughs> She's probably gonna get. I don't know. it's probably a Spider Man shirt or something. Spider Man. Um, Spider Man Valentine's Day card maybe. Mm. That'll be cute. I got her a plant last time. It died.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love you. That's like the twelve days of Christmas. I love you so much. Here, take care of this living thing.
0: <laughs> take care of this. Yeah. Cool. Like, thanks. It's like, <sighs> when when uh, the divorced dad gets the kid a puppy, and it's like here. Yeah,
1: yeah. Take this <laughs> to your mom's house.
0: <laughs> take this to your mom's house. Oh uh, man, yeah. Follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website launchpadpod.com. Check us out on YouTube you know you can see our valentines day special today we are talking about um i don't think this movie's underrated i think people know this movie's awesome but it does not get enough love we're talking about my bloody valentine what's the difference between that and underrated um because i don't think anybody's like sleeping on it i think every time everybody watches it they're like oh fuck this is fucking awesome like you just I, think
1: I, not enough people are watching it
0: Yes, I, I think I, I don't know. We'll talk about. It. Let's get to okay. it. Um, but we're talking about that, and uh, I also watched Valentine. We watched a bunch of these Valentine movies.
1: Valentine's okay, good. Day. I'm glad you watched Valentine because I didn't, but I watched a different one.
0: Okay, we'll get to it. All right.
1: <laughs> I bet you mine out blips yours.
0: Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have a puke contest later and see who wins. All right, let's get started.
1: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three,
0: two, one. We are all, running. We have a all right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. I'm look, Matt. that's what I'd look
1: like with a receding hairline. Uh Is that cool or what?
0: I mean, it's not as cool as my hat, but, you know, (laughs) boop, (laughs) your hair popped out. Um, All right, here we go. Uh, We're talking about, I mean, it's Valentine's Day, and we're talking about, I love holiday themed horror, and we're talking about My Bloody Valentine, which is the best Valentine's Day horror film, and its 2009 remake, and a few other Valentine's Day themed horror films. Well, let's start with the, the OG, My Bloody Valentine, came out in 1981, and, um this director george milga it's a canadian horror film and it's about a miner in a mining town and he kills a bunch of people on valentine's day has 16 kills in it and they're all pretty fucking great especially if you're watching the scream factory special edition unrated cut with all the gore cut back into it cuz mm-hmm. uh those kills are fucking awesome did the you movies... rewatch
1: for this episode yeah i did, did too so do you do you know which specific kills were were um extended for that cut i i all I remember we looked it up before. Every single one of them. Really?
0: Every single wow. one of them to an extent was cut some just for length. So yeah. like, you know, the first one starts with a chick getting impaled. Like she comes down the mine, you see these two miners, and you're like, hey, look at these two burly miners. And then one starts taking their 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 jumpsuit off and it's a it's a chick. And you're like, oh, some hanky panky down on the mine. But then he grabs her and slams her onto a pickaxe that's stuck into the wall that's stuck into the wall and in the like theatrical version it just kind of cuts out off of her face screaming but then in the unrated version like pans down and it's sticking out of her heart and there's like meaty chunks coming off it's like which is
1: awesome too because she has a heart tattoo over her boob and that's where the top of the pickaxe pops out it's pretty good. good you know
0: there's a lot of good kills in it man and so here's the thing the first time i ever saw this movie was at the launch pad um, I think we watched it for Shitty Movie Sunday for yeah. Valentine's Day. And, you know, it was one of those ones like this is almost too damn good. Mm. Um, it was also one of those movies that it, because it's like a blue collar movie, some of the items he kills them with. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I, I get I, <laughs> After seeing the aftermath, I understand the mechanism, but I don't understand how that works. Like, right. for, for instance, one of the one of the best gags in the movie, it's not a kill per se, but it's like a scary horror set. Piece. I know
1: exactly what you're going to say
0: they're running through the showers and for some reason they keep their jumpsuits and gas masks up in the ceiling and they drop down like, and and these, they look like, like ghosty people cause nobody's in their clothes. So the clothes are dropping down. The jumpsuits are falling down and then he comes out and kills this chick, um, in the shower. But it's like, why why are the clothes on this mechanism is that a thing is that why are they why do they keep them up there does the scene yeah, clean yeah. them mine is everyone just... in the mines room with would have had like that you <laughs> never been down in the mines <laughs> i've never been down in the mines i've never swung a pickaxe i don't know man i mean but it's a cool movie what do you think you dig this movie I fucking love this movie and i, I remember so watching it at,
1: at shitty movie i don't know if that's the first time i saw it or not it's one of those movies like when i think about it from shitty movie perspective It worked for shitty movie. We laughed our asses off. We made funny jokes. It totally worked. There are, you brought a movie once years and years and years. years, I think it was like one of your first shitty movies. You brought versus to shitty movie and it was just too good. Like the premise was outlandish, but the movie itself, there wasn't really much to make fun of. And that happens for time to time where it's not necessarily that the movie is great, but it's better than shitty movie deserves. And we can't make fun of it correctly. This one you can, however, you and I could also, like, you and I could watch it with two frames of mind, either different times or at the same time. We could watch this and be like, oh, that was awesome. Oh, look at that kill. Oh, man, how did they do that effect? Or, and or, we could watch it and be like, oh, my God, look how fucking, like, you got that doofy character, the, the, um, what's the, uh, fuck, why can't I remember his name? The guy from, um, from Friday the 13th 3.
0: Oh, uh, Shelly. Shelly. always have a Shelly. There's always some
1: goofy I'm I'm the life of the party. Who's some sort of like a cartoony over the top guy. And I'm going to drink beer with my nose. Yeah. He and he's hiding under the bar nose. and he jumps out at the bartender and goes, boo. or or shit or something. When the bartender is telling this story about how the guy got trapped in the mine, it was, it's just like who I'm a fucking goofball. Don't you think you're yeah. a fucking goofball, but you don't hide under a bar and jump up at the bartender and yell, boo. Like, even that is outlandish for the movie, but like, whatever. But this definitely is one of those movies that functions for Shitty Movie Sunday and and let's let's have a couple drinks and some snacks and make fun of it. But also, like, it's
0: a great slasher. It's great. And I will say this. When you look at it in a sl- slasher, it's a one-off slasher. It doesn't have a series. It's better than quite a few of the Friday the 13th because yes. oh, yeah. as goofy as the characters are. The characters are good. There's interesting things happening. You have this guy, he's a prodigal son character. He left town to try and go make it in LA. Mm-hmm. I don't, we don't know what. Maybe he was trying to make it in porn, came back. Like, God, oh, so he weird. was. He comes back and and he's like, Well, I'm going to work in the mines now. And it turns out that his ex girlfriend is now hooking up with his best friend, former best friend. I don't know. Now there's tension. That's a cool love triangle. It's a good story mm-hmm. and it adds a lot to the characters. And even the goofy characters at least have character. And that's more to say than a bunch of these other ones. And it's more to say than the remake. The remake had a bunch of characters and then didn't know what to do with them. And that the movie Valentine that I'm gonna talk about, no character. All the characters were terrible. It was just terrible, mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. They didn't know how this built character and made it feel real. The town felt real. But as far as a slasher goes, holy shit, a great kill count. Sixteen is nothing. To shy away from most, most and g- some good
1: kills too, right? Solid and as, kills, yeah. As far as the characters go, and it being a good slasher, I think an important thing to note is, and we've talked about this before, a lot of slashers have a very important element of a who done it. Who is the masked killer? Yeah. And you got Jason. You got, I mean, the first Jason or two, maybe three, kind of had that. Then the rest of them After don't. After it's it. like it's Jason. Freddie doesn't Michael Myers doesn't like we, we we know that and that's a different beast. It's not necessarily fair to compare them, but you think about scream and scream is almost like the archetype, even though it certainly didn't come first. It's like one of the best clear cut of our generation to understand as a prism. Right. But Mm -hmm. when you watch this movie, I do remember the first time I watched it, trying to guess who was the killer because it is well set up. Yeah. It open. Like you said, the opening scene, this masked um, minor kills this girl the cops come down and they're yelling at him. They yell his name. They shoot him and they presumably shoot him dead. But then you find out later he actually went to a mental institution. Yeah. So there's a really big thing of maybe it's this guy coming back. And a lot of Harry people think it was. Harry
0: mm-hmm.
1: So Which so, is a yeah. pretty good killer name.
0: Yeah. The story of Harry Warden, which they tell in like flashbacks, was this, that he got trapped down in the mine. And um, the people who were stuck down there survived. But then they started dying trapped in the mine because harry warden was eating them that's the second one though no this is the first one the the second one it's the second one's all the same it's the same thing the second one's the one where they shoot at him and he runs away the first one you don't know but they start bringing up these things where they're like harry warden ate the people down there and you see the shot of him like i'm eating people it's fucking gross what yes in the first in the first the first one we see him eating people in the second one they just they they do it i think i was
1: sleeping in that part
0: they do all in these the, new okay in the in the, yeah, new the newspaper one, it, it's yeah it's all this newspaper bullshit but in in um in the first one he he eats the people to stay alive down there so then for revenge on Valentine's Day night in Valentine's Bluff he kills he kills the two supervisors who who left the mine unsupervised and caused this
1: Oh, laps. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gets okay. them with the pickaxe,
0: cuts their hearts out and puts their hearts in boxes. I didn't get the
1: cannibalism part, but yeah, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah, the cannibalism's um, crazy. Um, Well, you
1: get, you know, so there's that, but you have that thing. It might be Harry Warden, who's the killer. but then they also start to have the two main characters, the, the prodigal prodigal son who comes back and the best friend or friend character who now they're fighting. There's a lot of tension between the whole movie. And then when it gets later, they start accusing each other. And the movie's pretty hip to like, not tell you who it is. Eventually you kind of find out it's probably not one of them. Um, But the other one is almost kind of like the main character for a minute. So like it's, it is kind of a decent mystery of which one of these two guys it might be, or is it this guy yeah. that they can't track down? They're looking in the mental institution, they don't have his records anymore.
0: Now, with all these movies, all the ones we're gonna talk about today, um, I'm pretty sure that if I double check their receipts, by the time we reveal who the killer is, if I went back and like looked, the math doesn't add up. There's scenes where he's killing when he's obviously like in a car with oh, someone. Over, yeah, over yeah over there driving. Yeah. 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 So it's like, wait, how did that work? But like they do a good enough job in the first one in the original My Bloody Valentine that I didn't follow. So the point when by the time they reveal who it is, you're like, oh, oh, cool. Surprise. ah, mm-hmm. Creepy.
1: You're on board enough and you've suspended disbelief enough that you're not yeah. looking to see the strings. You're like, OK, I, but that like, makes sense.
0: Specifically, there's a moment where this guy's trying to get hot dogs out of a boiling pot of water and the killer comes in and dra- jams his face in. Also, like. There's very few deaths that I feel I would be like ashamed to be in the paper. Like my head died next to floating wieners. Like, <laughs> like, come on, <clears throat> like, like, of ways to die, drowned in hot dog water is not. Oh, that's that's one of the. You worst. know what the best part be the
1: about that is? Today on my run, I was thinking about it, and you know when you see like, like little mementos left on the side of the road where someone was presumably killed and like crosses and flowers and stuff yeah i always told amanda like if i don't die in a regular situation don't memorialize the area where i met an unfortunate accident because like that's where i died memorialize like where i lived memorialize the launchpad podcast or comic books or like Something that meant something to me, not where I got run over or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if you got fucking killed in hot dog water and every year I placed a fucking cross wreath in a hot dog?
0: <laughs> <laughs> every Fourth of July, you're just like, oh,
1: <laughs> I boiled twelve a dozen roses every Valentine's Day for you
0: <laughs> and play a Limp Bizkit album. <laughs> Oh, chocolate oh. starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we got we got a boiling hot dog water kill. We got uh one of my favorites is in the shower scene, the 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 killer picks up this girl and jams her head on like essentially a sharp spigot and then he turns the water on and we see a couple sheet shots, but it's still an effective sequence of the water coming out of her mouth as she's suspended from the hook or the, the thing. Uh, in the
0: unrated one, they straight up show it coming out of her mouth. He, oh, out of her mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There
1: was there. one, I read something that said there was one where like it, the water turns red, but we never, it was, looked so fake they didn't use it, but yeah. that would have been cool. But like, okay, um, I, that was one of my favorites. What else did you like? One of the best
0: ones, they get the, uh, there's the, you know, the, the Harbinger character who's like the crazy Ralph.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This
0: oh, I'm going to tell you about Harry Warden. Like he, he's trying to scare them, so he sets up this like basically Pepe the Bonnie clown. Um, but, <laughs> at the mine. so I know we've
1: a- talked about this movie before. Have you mentioned it like that before? Because I feel like if you said this two years from now, I'd still laugh about it.
0: Uh, so, yeah, uh, th- th- I guess there's some explaining to do. In the movie, <laughs> he sets up like a puppet that's like a miner with a pickaxe, so when you open a door, he raises the pickaxe. And it's a puppet. He sets it up like a, a full-size... Pepe the Bonno clown was, uh, when we were at the launch pad, we set up this marionette puppet that Matt got from Mexico that was a horrifying clown with a sombrero on. A little- <laughs> That we rigged with, I think, dental floss and a couple eye hooks so that and, when you open- Yeah,
1: eye hooks and pulleys, like literally pulleys.
0: When you open the bathroom door, he'd fly at you and we'd use it to get guests every time because the bathroom was literally right next to the TV. So during Shitty Movie Sunday, you'd have like 20 people packed onto this couch and a new person's there and they're like, hey, where's the bathroom? And you're like, right there. We won't listen. And everybody just Everybody would... <laughs> With bated breath. You're like, <gasps> and then open the door and most of the time they go, ah. But every now and then they'd like turn back to us and be like, "Don't listen to me poop," <laughs> and then they would miss get the reveal. It miss but the, the reveal. best part
1: of all of that to me was always you had a a little puppet, you know, the size of I don't know a yeah. shoebox now yeah. dangling at head height that they would then have to scoot <laughs> around. Like they didn't want to touch it, not because they weren't afraid, but because they didn't want to fuck up whatever mechanism we had. So they'd have to like kind of push this dangling clown aside. And then and I never thought of, especially girls or anyone pooping, they had to like. Face the back of a of a hanging clown, right? Like, (laughs) 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 fuck, Pepe Uh, oh, so 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 they stole our idea in 1981 for this movie, as you were saying.
0: Yeah, so they make this fucking this this puppet thing pop up, and he's testing it a bunch. He like (laughs) keeps opening every time it's a Harry
1: Warden, you know, death puppet with a swinging pickaxe thing.
0: Well, then the last time he opens it. The actual minor monsters in there, and like goes puts it up through his jaw and out his eyeball, and the eyeball pops out onto yeah. the end of the awesome. It's a great kill. It yeah. is a great kill, and it
1: they looks don't awesome. shy away from it. They yeah. show that for a good second. <clears throat> he Ugh. falls to the ground, and then they show a wide shot with the camera on the ground of him walking away, holding the pickaxe and dragging the body, dragging the body. It's yeah. really an effective shot. It's. I mean, I think it was just a dead, a fake body, but it looks so cool and it really brings home um and that's like i say about this movie and the 2009 remake they are brutal but fun brutal it is i mean it really is even maybe more so the 2009 it's exactly what you want from a slasher brutal kills that don't shy away a lot of blood characters that you want to get that you want to see killed and when they get killed you don't feel bad or anything for them but also like not cookie cutter characters, not like who gives a shit, not who is that guy. They're characters that matter. The, f- the first one doesn't have any nudity, does it? I don't think it has any. I think the closest we get is that girl disrobing in the mines in the beginning, but she still has her bra on.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. In The second yeah. one's
1: got plenty of nudity, which is Ace. Big, big because that's the only day, I feel it's weird not to have it. Although you don't miss it in the eighty one one, I don't think I, I don't.
0: It. No, I I don't. I, I I think I think they do a good job with you know it, it'd be one of those things at this point if you had it in there it'd be like oh okay well you did that for that reason like but in a right, movie right. it's funny because in a movie called My Bloody Valentine there isn't as much romance as you'd think. There's this one like like I said love triangle that they're trying to figure out which is interesting and everybody's got their like sweethearts but it's all like very innocent at the end of the day. You know, everybody's just kind of having fun, having a good time. They're trying they to get, sing a
1: song about a girl losing her cherry, <laughs> which I guess is the loss of innocence.
0: <laughs> the uh, but they're like getting ready for like the town dance. dance. It's not like yeah, yeah you I know, guess. it's it, it's not what you would think the the miners would act like. But they're they, not you,
1: fucking on mattress store beds three feet from their friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, chopping mall. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's it's good, and I think it's uh, man. There's a, there's a dryer kill reveal where this guy. Well, mm. the 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 minor guy in the what, what What do we call him minor guy what, what's his name do, do you know because the shape the the you know the minor guy what what is his name I know he's they my call bloody him,
1: valentine that's what I play Valentine
0: Harry Warden or Harry Warden yeah yeah Harry Warden even though he's not Harry Warden anyway he this old woman who was there from the first time this happened you know the the original massacre um, she like finds this box and she thinks it's from her sweetheart and she turns around gets pickaxed in the chest But it's kind of off screen. So you're like, oh, I wanted to see it. But a few scenes later, the sheriff's like, where's my girlfriend? Where's my girlfriend? And then the dryer goes, ding! And the door flies open and her burnt corpse pops out. And it's all steaming and gross. And
1: and the dryer is still going in that one. So she actually, like the the body looks a little thin, but it's rolling around, which is pretty cool. It adds to the effect for sure.
0: It's gnarly as shit. Yeah, there's just a lot of them. A lot of hearts and boxes. It's cool. And then at the end, okay, so at the end, you find out who the bad guy is. Um, there's this great, like, shovel-pickaxe fight where they're hitting each other with shovels and pickaxes. Um, on a
1: coal train, too, which Coltrane. I thought was like, and it's going very slow, and the action is very slow compared to today's but standards. You know what? Great set piece it's for a a set 1981?
0: Piece. Yeah. yeah, it's a great set piece. Again, something you would never have in any other horror film. Right. It only works in the mine, and what a cool set piece. So, they're mm-hmm. doing it. They fall off the mine cart. They're in, like, an old tunnel that has, like, wooden supports, and they start smashing out the supports, and you're like, uh-oh, it's going to come down, because, you know, you know what's going to happen. So, you know, it collapses. The hero, the one who's still alive, and his, and his sweetheart get out, and just as she's about to leave, this hand grabs her, and, like, the cops are swarming at this point, and they're like, oh, oh, my God, and the hand's grabbing at her, and then she pulls, and the hand comes off, and it, you see inside that he had cut his own arm off, and... It's really g- It's
1: gross. awesome the way that I show it though they sh- they show him chopping it Cutting from the it, inside yeah. as he's grabbing her so we know it's coming she doesn't and then she bats the, like the arm comes out of the hole I think it would have been so much better if the reveal had been all on her side so if we were with her the hand grabs her and she can't get away and all of a sudden she pulls back and the heart, the arm, severed arm comes off. Then we see the other side and we see him with the knife. Yeah. Because then he runs away. He,
0: I'm coming, Harry. I'm coming. They'll never get us. Some shit. And he and says, run, runs be, be my into bloody Valentine.
1: Oh yeah, he does. Like and he's talking frame. like
0: crazy. Yeah, he's talking crazy and laughing crazy. And then one of the best wrap-up songs comes on, <laughs> and it's this like we'll play it at the end. But um, I'm going to sing a little bit for you guys. You know, yeah, please do. Oh
1: shit, he's breaking out the guitar.
0: Okay, okay, here we go. Oh wait, no, 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 this is it. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's not right. Hold on. Okay, you know what? I'm just not going to use the guitar. We'll just we'll just we'll just, we'll just sing it.
1: <laughs> I got so excited, I got a little mini chip.
0: Once upon a time on a sad Valentine in a place known as Henniker Mine. A legend began, every woman and man would always remember the time. And those who remained were never the same, you could see the fear in their eyes. Cause once every year as the 14th draws near, there's a hush over all of the town. Yeah. (laughs) For the legends they say on a sad Valentine's Day, it's a curse that'll live on and on. Yeah, okay, that's enough. That's enough. I know everybody's like, oh, their fingers are floating towards that. Skip, skip, skip ahead 10 seconds. So I'll just wait 10 more seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. For the legend they say on a... (laughs) Just for those who skipped ahead 10 seconds. No, we, we stopped. Um. Yeah, it's hilarious. It goes on and on and on. It's like this folk song on like a acoustic guitar about (laughs)
1: fucking. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a Scottish or an Irish ballad about it, right? Well,
0: so so it's like folksy because back in the day, there's a lot of these songs that I looked up. It's like about mine collapses and fucking horrible people dying, like nine people dying in in mine collapses. Like these are real songs in in Appalachian like mining towns, and this is just one about the movie that's (laughs) very specific. I love it.
1: My favorite one is the one that says. And a lot of them were shanked, and one drowned in hot franks. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up right now.
0: <laughs> no shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think, what other what other good ones would be?
0: Oh man, I love that like, there's a guy who gets like hit in the head with some sort of nail gun, but it doesn't kill him, so he has to get like hit a few. It's more
1: like, a, times. and it's a single shot nail gun, which is interesting and one of those antiquated things that you're talking about. Like I was like. Can I, you imagine using a a one shot at a time nail gun? where We like,
0: <cussion> yeah, has to load it like a shotgun. Yeah, it was
1: cool though. It's a cool scene. Shoots the guy on in the, in the side of the face, and he's like, oh. oh! He shoots him again, and this is young Wilfred Brimley, right, with the big mustache. Yeah, yeah
0: he looks like a. He's yeah, directly
1: in the head, and then he runs back into everybody else screaming. It's a, it's a pretty. I think it's a creepy thing. I thought it was a good. This movie is fucking great. It's really is one of those movies that. At the end of the day, you're like, I wish they lingered on this shot or or shot this angle of this death or whatever. And like nudity couldn't hurt, but like I don't necessarily care. It just rounds out the checklist of what you need in a, a, you know, all the things that make a good slasher. But like, there's nothing missing. Like, there's nothing that you're like, ah, I give it bad marks on this. The acting is good. The plot makes sense. You know what I mean? It's and it sounds so stupid to say that, but we've seen so many movies that just have things happening. And that's not a plot. You know what I mean? It's got to be a story that has some sort of suspense to it, that at the end, we are satisfied. Even if it's a cliffhanger ending or a downer ending, we have to be satisfied by the ending. And so many times you just watch something and you're like, that was just 90 minutes of things that didn't matter. I wasn't attached to, and I'll never get that 90 minutes back. This was really, really good. If you guys haven't seen this, I mean, I would give this like an A- a slash a plus for like you should watch it don't you think
0: a hundred percent like i said i think it's better than most of the latter half of the friday the 13th franchise like no
1: contest it's like i would say it's better than the first one the first one is historically like the first friday is historically important and it does a lot of important shit and has it's a different movie because a lot more suspense there but then in this one and it also like set the genre right for, for, for the most part commercially, but my bloody Valentine is a better movie. You know, the yeah. people more, the characters are different. Like this guy is different than this guy is different than this guy, which is something I don't really think the entire Friday franchise does. Right. It's just, okay. You're the goofy guy. You're the boss. You're the jock kind of guy, you know, whether you're mean or not mean it's all this same. you're the nerd, you're yeah. the film guy.
0: They did. A, they did a better job all uh, across the board. I think it's one of the best slashers from that era, and and definitely up there is one of the best slashers out there. But it, for whatever reason, just never. I don't know. Like when you look at the pantheon of like the Freddies and the Michael Myers, and I was like, this guy didn't have any more movies, so we don't get. He doesn't. He doesn't get. Get the. I think the the cred that he deserves to stand up there with the big guys.
1: Well, and I, I'm I'm writing this in my notes now because I just had an idea. We should do a um. We should do an episode about Crazy Kills. Um, Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the best kills.
1: Um, Um, Hot dog kills got to go on there.
0: So Um, just so you know, the guy who plays the sheriff in this movie has a couple very interesting credits to his name. He did a lot. I mean, this guy has done a lot of work, but he started doing voice work in the 80s as he started to shy away from like live action roles as he got older. Um, Some of his more notable voice roles is um, Dr. Claw from- uh, Get Out, Really? Dr. Claw gotcha. from Inspector Gadget, Mad Agent, big mad agent. Um he was uh Jantosh, Kaibo Ren, and Boba Fett in the droid TV series. He Damn. was Dulux Shaman in the Ewok TV series. Uh he did voices for like just tons of notable things. He was he did Sabretooth in some of the X-Men series. Wow. Um Garbage pale kids, Care Bears. Uh, he did a bunch of Care Bear voices. Alf, additional voices for Alf. Police Academy, the animated series. Legend of Zelda, the animated series. Swamp Thing. He was Doctor Arcane in the TV series of Swamp Thing.
1: Wow, the I old gray haired sheriff in this.
0: Yes, Little Shop of Horrors. He, he was additional voices for that. Adventures of Tintin. I'm just like you're like this guy, the sheriff. How
1: old did he live to be? Is he still alive?
0: Cadillacs and dinosaurs. I mean Tales from the Crypt Keeper. He was uh, he did additional voices for the cartoon series of Tales from the Crypt. Monster Force. He did the additional voices, mummies like he would just they just bring him in to do voices.
1: Wow. What Monster a, Force, what a reference. Yeah, I haven't thought about that shit in twenty
0: yeah, years. He was Sabertooth in, in the X Men the Animated Series in the in the nineties. I mean, he worked the last his last credit is a um two thousand sixteen. So Damn. He, he passed away in two thousand sixteen. RIP.
1: But like, man, that's crazy. That's quite a a a resume to have. That's quite a pedigree to the
0: first voice of Boba Fett, like in that horrible holiday special. Come on,
1: was that him? Yeah, you said that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: Because he also did the voice of Boba Fett in the Droids cartoon, which was the second right, right, right.
1: right. Which I've been watching a lot lately. Kent's like super uh, obsessed with that shit. (laughs) Blip. Wow. It's uh, well. I mean, there's another reason to watch this. this movie really is a lot of fun. It's great. There's no downside. The kills are good. And even if you watch the rated version, the, the not uncut version, it's still really good. But the yeah. unrated, obviously, this is one of those that I've seen both. Sometimes you see both and you're like, what's the difference? Or you see both and you're like, all you did was add a quarter second of blood and that one conversation between those two B characters. This is definitely like, it's worth it for the kills. For the sure.
0: kills. And, and the fact that they have them it looks great. They look great. The kills are well done. It's great. I fucking love this movie. Every time I watch it, I like it more and more. Um, So then I rewatched the 2009 My Bloody Valentine 3D coming at you, bro. So this is 2009, the same year we had our first, um, probably the 13th remake as well. Mm-hmm. Um, And watching this, so the first one in the 80s had 16 kills. This one has over 30 kills. This is a behemoth wow. of slasher. When you look, okay, when you look into kills in a movie, outside of movies where there's a train crash or a plane crash, where it's like, haha, 200 people, yeah, but you didn't see it. This one, you see over 30 kills. And a lot of them, is like discovering a body, so I guess that counts, but still, mm-hmm. it's like gory as hell. This movie is gory as hell. Some of the CGI blows, quite a bit like, of the CGI blows. For the,
1: you mean the CGI that like pretty much was specifically for the 3D, right? Yeah, most <laughs> of it was for but 3D. a
0: lot of the kills are very CGI heavy, mm-hmm. which give it or take, you know, give it a day. T- sure. at least at least they're showing it, you know, at least they're attempting it. So I give them like for crappy CGI, I at least give them a wow factor because they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, rip his jaw off and it flies at the camera.
1: Yeah. Like, cool. But it's better than Blade. Like Blade is like, uh, come on,
0: man. Th- there's a lot of 3D gimmicks that kind of suck. The mm. characters in this movie. Look, the first movie did such a good job. This movie's like, let's make it more complicated, and you're like, N- no, you didn't need to do that. It actually worked really well. So the characters are not only like kind of unlikable; they're like very complicated. So much so that you're just like, okay, just keep.
1: It's almost like, are you like, w- what side of the fence of do I want you to get killed or not? Like, you're like, yeah. are you supposed to be the good guy now? Are you the bad? Like, well, who? Which? Which guy yeah. are you?
0: And, and they work really hard to make you feel like this guy's the bad guy. No, this guy's the bad guy. This guy has to be the good guy. No, Mm -hmm. he's going to be the bad guy. And at the point, like at the end when they're cleaning up the mess and the quote unquote good guy is like walking away with the girl. You're like, I didn't really like that guy. He was kind of a dude. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. So this one's interesting. So it starts off, um, a, a massacre in the mine and the cop shot at him and he gets away and, and Then it starts showing us these 3D newspaper clippings It's like, down in the mine, there was a mine collapse. And these guys, like, it was caused by the guy who owns the mine's son. He sucks now, and everybody hates him. And this is all in newspaper (laughs) clippings, like, very detailed. And you're like, wait, am I supposed to be reading this? Holy shit. In 3D? No less? Fuck you guys. (laughs) And then it's like, Harry Warden was down there and he's in a coma he's the only survivor and he killed all of them to save oxygen he didn't eat them in this movie which was like what come Mm. on the cannibalism you might as well you might as well at this point this movie this movie goes so balls to the wall why wouldn't why wouldn't you and they're like he's asleep and then we find harry warden out of the newspaper clippings he's lying in bed in coma and then he wakes up and it's like dun 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 and we go to the mines where the kids are and um the kids are hanging out and drinking in the mines and hooking up And the truck rolls up and this dude shows up and he's like, I'm the son that caused the accident. And now my dad's dead and I'm going to own the mine. And they're like, oh, and Harry (laughs) Warden shows up and starts killing the kids. Holy shit. Whoa. And he kills like a like he kills 14 people in a hospital to begin. So we see and we don't see it, but it is a
1: great reveal when Tom when Sheriff Tom Atkins gets there and there's just fucking like bodies cut in half blood every it's one of the best like walk through a mass a massacre scene that i can think of off yeah. the top of my head it looks yeah, baller it looks
0: cool you think it's like one person in a bed and then it's like oh my god and then there's a, per, a cut in half person and then there's yep. like more bodies and then a hand And you like just want to see frame. more and more it's yeah. so cool tom atkins you know what this movie doesn't have enough of tom atkins ass <laughs> <gonna say> that <laughs> yeah
1: right hook it up with some super hot young girl for no reason <laughs> no
0: reason Tom Atkins from one of our favorites, Halloween Three, of course, and Night of the Creeps, and The Fog, and any any number. Tom Atkins is the man. He shows up, and you're immediately excited because you know he's going to be a badass. Um, so so the mind, there's a massacre going on, and and you know the the, the 3D pickaxe flying at people. Um, like I said, the cops show up, they shoot at him, he runs away, and then it's like boom, ten years later, and now you know the kid has come back to town. His friend, who was the asshole, is a sheriff now. And he's married to the um, the prodigal son's girlfriend now. Basically the same setup as before. Yeah, but
1: very similar. Very the, similar archetypes of the characters. The stakes
0: are a little different. But um, right away, the sheriff is like, hey, honey, I love you. And I love that we have a, a son together and that we're a family. But I'm banging this hot side piece. And you're like, <laughs> I immediately don't like you. I don't like this guy. I don't like him. And the hot side piece is like, I'm pregnant. He's like, whoa. So right off the bat, you're like, Oh. So he's gonna kill her. He's gonna be a killer because he doesn't but like they're in this weird, like their little fuck shack is this. Yeah, like out in the woods and you're yeah. like, dude, have some class. <laughs> yeah, get a hotel room. We know she even inside.
1: says that. She's like, Can we get a hotel? He's like, Uh, I'm the sheriff.
0: Yeah. She's like, Can't we tell your wife? I'm like <laughs> Maybe. Oh, this is, this is so awkward. Anyway, um and the son who's come back, the prodigal son, who's like, Oh, I own the mine now, he's like, I'm gonna shut it down. Mines are old fashioned. Yes, I agree, but also everyone that you know works at this mine, so you're basically <laughs> saying, like, I'm just going to kill this town out, right? Right. Which, hey, you know what? Some 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 jokers wear makeup and kill people. You Batman. do use Supernatural. You, yeah, you do use Supernatural, boy. But, like, everything's super convoluted now. Like, everybody, like, the fact that they've added all these layers makes it very complicated. Then people start dying, and the deaths are pretty gnarly, if not overly CG, but fucking plentiful. In the first movie, uh, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, throw out a little uh, research credit to uh, Dead Meat, the channel Dead Meat. I watched Dead Meat James to get some of this information. In the first movie, um, he does these kill count videos and and kind of counts it down. In the first movie, a kill happened every five minutes, um, five and a half. In this movie, a kill happens every three and a half minutes, which is
1: wow. On average, you mean?
0: On average, yeah, yeah, which is wow. Yeah. So there's a fuck ton of like, get thirty kills. And when they start going, man, it's good. But they work hard to be like, it's the sheriff guy, isn't it? Oh, no, it's the son guy, isn't it? Yes. Oh, no, it's Harry Warden, isn't it? And they work really hard. There's a scene near the end that's one of my favorite where she's in the car with Prodigal Son. Her douchebag sheriff husband is trying to find who's doing it. And Prodigal Son has just convinced the girlfriend that it's her, the, the woman that it's her husband, the sheriff. And the sheriff calls and is like, "Are you in the car with him? Get out now! Like it's, it's him. him. We know it's him." <laughs> yeah, and it's this great moment of he's like, "Hey, what? What? Who was that? Who was that?" Where you're like, "Oh shit!" Now I don't know. And I love it. Like that was, I think the the coolest part for me in the movie, aside from all the cool kills and whatnot. Because it actually was a well done, like, oh fuck, you are in a situation now because you don't know who to trust. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool, that's a cool way to set it up. And I think this
1: movie is definitely trying way harder than the original. But you like, think about the 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 time frame that each are made, right? And you have the nineteen eighties and the way slashers were done then. My Bloody Valentine is a pretty good example. It's one of the better ex- better movies in that genre, I would say. Then you come to two thousand and nine. This is like, uh, it's very Final Destination feeling to me. And you know, you and I did a whole episode or two about Final Destination, about how much we fucking love that series just because it is so over the top and, and what it is. And I remember when I watched the Texas, Ch- the first Texas Chainsaw remake, I was like, well, clearly I'm not gonna like this. And it was great. great. And I really made me think about why. And I think that I love this movie. I love everything about it more or less. I think it is close enough to the original that it feels like a remake. It's different enough. They've changed enough little things that you're not just watching the Gus Van Sant psycho remake where you're like, this is just a less good version of the one I already saw. And they amp it up. Like, why would you, why would you remake a very good 80s slasher? Because you're going to up the ante on a couple of things. So we've got a naked girl running all over the place scene. We've got, Like you said, literally twice the amount of kills. They're way more brutal. And again, in that fun way, you and I have talked about kills or movies that like cross the line where like we're like, oh, that I don't that was almost either distasteful or just disagreeable to me. Yeah, I'm not worried about this when they kill a pregnant girl. I'm not worried about that. It doesn't make me feel bad or anything. It's it's all in good fun. It's gory ass fun and you see most of it and although it's like it's a lot more heavy-handed with is it this guy is it this guy and you're right layers upon layers to the point where you're like wait what i understand you want me to think it's him but what is his motivation like what do you want me to think but i don't give a shit like this is fun i'm on board keep telling me i'm only gonna it's it's like when someone's telling you a mostly cool story but you're yeah. like, I don't need to hear the details. I'm just going to wait till you get to, mo- to the exciting part. That's when my brain will kick back off.
0: 100%. My, m- the biggest fault of this remake is the characters are unlikable. But when you look at 2009. That's fair. Everybody was like drinking too much Mountain Dew and nobody was likable. They were all too douchey for me to like be into it. And and, and the original one has a charm to it. Like with the goofy characters, even though you're like, they're stupid, but at least they're charming. Nobody in this movie is charming. Everybody has this like level of ennui or just like they're too like, and also like in the original movie, I believe that those people were minors. By the time we get to 2009, they're like, we're in high school. It's like, no, you're not. You're in supernatural. Like all of you are too goddamn attractive and too like pissy. For me to like care about you so you don't care about the characters because a too attractive and just have this like attitude this roomie only likes ugly people <laughs> no but you know what i'm saying like when you watch yeah, it's yeah. like yeah these guys are in high school like obviously denise richards is not in high school like come on she's not in this right. movie. she's in valentine but we'll talk about that like it, it, everybody was too attractive and just too snotty and too complicated for me to enjoy the characters of this movie that's its fault it makes up for it for killing somebody every three fucking minutes. Every time I'm like, I don't like this guy because he is brooding. Oh, 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 that guy got a pickaxe to the face. Great. Awesome. Um, let's talk about that that motel scene real quick. Rumi, if you were a writer, if you were a sleazy writer.
1: I know, but I heard that there were two writers and the writer who wrote that scene was not the one in that scene.
0: Oh, well, his friend like did him a solid then, huh? Yeah, big time. Yeah. So- There's a scene where this like no name trucker who we've never met before is for like four minutes banging this chick naked, like Like, totally tons of nudity. nudity. Good looking chick, and she's
1: and we don't know her either. We haven't seen her.
0: She's in the beginning of the movie. She's one of the friends. Oh, is she? Yeah, I guess. Fine, but again, like it doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) he's a writer in the movie. He's a writer of the movie who somehow got himself written into a a prolonged sex scene. Yeah. He leaves and is like, "Thanks, baby." she finds a video camera. is like fuck you give me that tape And he's like yeah you, uh. he's a dick he goes to his truck he opens the truck and the miner was hiding in the truck for some reason the guy gets a pickaxe to the head mm-hmm. chases the chick back inside there's five minutes of straight nudity in this film
1: just it's, and i heard it was mostly her idea because they wanted her to grab the sheet and she was like why would i grab the sheet and they made a good point which kind of happens but like I think during the actual sex, you're like, wow, she's naked and she's showing it. Then she stands up and has a conversation with him and you see her top to bottom nude. Yeah. And you usually don't see that. And you're like, wow, wow, look, I'm seeing a vagina and boobs. You're like, but I'm also 40 years old and I've seen that. So like, but I acknowledge that you're showing that and that's great. Five then minutes she like of full chases him outside, <laughs> he gets killed and then the killer's chasing her naked. And for the most part, I'm more interested in the kills and what is happening than the nudity. It's not that I didn't notice the nudity, but... It certainly is not like it doesn't feel super gratuitous. Where like when you see like girls in the shower, just be in the shower. You don't you think so? Okay, you it,
0: well, okay, it's within the context of the scene. Yes, I will give you that. It isn't like, hey, we didn't have to be in this scene, but the, the whole scene's gratuitous. The whole scene's sure. gratuitous because it's to get a pickaxe in this guy's head chase a naked chick down have the um little person hotel manager come in she's like what's going on in here and he gets a pickaxe through the head up into the ceiling
1: yeah he which is- underhanded <laughs> and she's st- and now that's the one thing that i wish this movie had was a wide because he she's stuck to the ceiling and we see her go up we see her get stuck into the ceiling and then he lets go of it and we see a couple shots of her feet hanging into frame and but we never see a wide, and then we see him at some point pull the pickaxe down and her body flumps to the floor. It's great. But it would have been beautiful to see a wide shot, establishing shot of that room, right?
0: And then he he traps the naked chick on the underside of a, like, flips the bed up so she's basically trapped in a cage and then pickaxes her through. And I'm like, the whole scene's gratuitous. Like, the whole scene, because, like you said, we don't know these characters, we don't need it. What's the point of this scene? Oh, full frontal nudity and, like, three kills. Awesome. All right, well... I'm here for it. They did a great job. Good job. Am
1: I? Would you judge me if I said that she might be the most likable character to me?
0: She is because she at least stands up for something. She at least. Yes. For two things. Yes. You can't. You can't use me like that. Like, yes, you're paying me for sex, but you can't videotape me. She didn't
1: want to be paid for sex. He threw the money at her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then she chased him because of the camera. Then she's yelling, fuck you, motherfucker, to the guy, uh, to the killer as she's trapped behind the bed, I thought she was like, that's, she had more believable motivation than pretty much anybody else. Jensen Eccles, the, who's like the main character, the product, yeah. he's the prodigal son in this one. He's
0: too, too. Uh, whiny. Oh my yeah. God. He's such a, such an emo kid in this movie. He's the like, girl,
1: mm-hmm. the main girl isn't really established as more than the, the tug of war toy between she, the two guys. She literally
0: is. And, and you know, they try, you know, Obviously, Tom Atkinson we like, but he's not in the movie that much before he gets a pickaxe under his chin, out through his eye, out through his jaw, out through his mouth. It's coming out of his mouth. And then they rip the jaw. Pulls it. Yeah, awesome. The The sheriff guy isn't likable because he is a homewrecker and isn't nice to either of the the women in his life. Well, he also, like,
1: you could have, as a film, as a story, you could have tried to show him doing something redeemable or as a good, like like... Having an affair is not good, right? We all agree that that's the case. Yeah. But if you're going to make him an important character that I'm supposed to root for, you've now only showed me that he's a liar and a cheat. You have to show me also something to make me on board, like make him also save a baby or donate to an orphanage or something. And you're like, well... Okay, maybe I misjudged him, but you have to give me something.
0: I mean, I don't mind if he's complicated, but if sure. he's gonna be the hero of the film, I need to like him.
1: For and something. they didn't do that. And at some point they just made him be like the sheriff on the case trying to trying to solve this. And you're like, okay, but he was doing that anyway. That's not like a that's not an arc. That's there's no growth or development in his character. He's just doing his role. Just like the jock makes fun of somebody and the slut tries to have sex with someone. You're like, they're just doing their their literal job you know that's it yep
0: that they're the that is the archetype that the film needs you to be it's not your character and it's so right yeah that's the frustrating part because you did such a good job but you couldn't bring the characters along and it doesn't take much as you see in the original film yeah yeah all it takes is one guy being like i'm a goofy guy and you're like <laughs> i like that goofy guy you know what <laughs> Wilfred brimley like he's he gets all the girls and he's singing songs and playing harmonica i like that guy at least shows me something about who they are we didn't talk about
1: the goofy guy's death he's hung and they drop the body and the neck when he hits the end of the rope and it jerks him back up and rips his head off and the body just continues to fall past people on a ladder and the head is just dangling there and they got to climb past it it's
0: fucking awesome dude it's so fucking good this is my the, the the that's the thing the original one has kills that are super memorable um, the 3d one has really great kills, but as far as like memorable ones go, Tom Atkins, like the, through his mouth, mm-hmm. um, they redo a lot of the kills. Like, uh, I guess a housekeeper, they do the, the laundry machine kill, laundry. Or, like, where they find her like spinning in the laundry and she's all burnt up. Um, but like, other than that, 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 you know, the finding the bodies, but like the Tom Atkins one is the one that I'm like, yeah, I, I will remember that kill. Whereas like, I will, I remember a bunch of them from the original also because they're practical and this one is like, yeah. Mm. I mean again when you start showing a kill every 3 minutes maybe 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 there's a ratio where the body count to memorability mem- like me remembering yeah. it sort of cancels itself out
1: Yeah I get that that makes sense to me
0: which hmm could be interesting but like again how many movies have 30 kills in them the most recent one was that Halloween kills had over 30 kills in it mm. and that was a fuck ton of kills
1: Yeah Fucked it's true. Time. And I think, you know, there's something to be said for for how they're making films now versus how they're making them in the 80s. Yep. It's a lot more forgettable. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't tell you fucking two scenes from Avengers Endgame. Yep. I couldn't tell you, you know, two or three important parts from most modern day movies, even ones I like. I couldn't tell you so much about it because they're just especially with streaming and shit. I think they're made to just be wham, bam, single serving kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like this movie is a good example of that. And like all that, again, I likened it to Final Destination. I love those when there's six of them as at least five, if not six. Six of them. Yeah. I'd have to think about the kills. But I bet you I forgot more kills than I remembered over a five or six movie franchise. That's a lot. And I think it's just, um, you know, snack food, you know, just pop yeah. them in your mouth and you forget that you ate it, you know.
0: And I think yeah, there's definitely no uh, hot dog water kill in this one. This one ends with like a reveal where they're like, oh, it was it was Supernatural guy the whole time. Spoiler alert. Um, And and he's like, yeah, I'm Harry Warden. He's like kind of. And you're like, wait, is he possessed? And they're like, no, he's not possessed. But then they do that horrible thing where it's like, you're like, but wait, we saw scenes where he saw the killer happen. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him imagining that he was watching the killer do that, but he did it actually. And you're like, ah, I don't like it when the movie does that level of like just blatant. like, Right,
1: because that's like lying. You didn't trick me. You lied to you
0: me. Didn't, you didn't right? trick me with a look over here while this is happening. It's like, no, we fudged our receipts. Again, it's like in a movie where you're like, let me check. Was he here when this happened? right when when he was supposed to be killing no there's literally a scene where he's like trapped in a cage and the killer has like wedged a shovel so he can't break out of the cage and then he watches the killer kill a guy instead of calling out to the guy too like he just watches like the guy's like i'm working in the mine, and our hero is in the cage and instead of being like hey buddy turn around run he doesn't say anything he's just like oh i'm scared and the killer kills him you're like well that was stupid and then they reveal it's like oh, but that was him imagining what happened. He actually killed him, and you're like, what? That's stupid. But whatever. At this point, I'm here. That's it's, the the I, it's
1: cheap for sure, but it's almost like the same level of uh, I don't I don't care. Like, there's no at the way that movie was structured and filmed, there was no way you could have done something. Where you were like, and this was the killer, or this was the ending. There's no way that the way the movie flowed that I would have been like, oh. <gasps>
0: Whoa! None of it matters. Like, okay, cool. That's fine. None of it matters. It doesn't. It. There was a showdown
1: between the heroes, quote unquote heroes, and the and the killer.
0: At the end of the day, you kill somebody every three minutes and kept me very entertained. Oh, it's fun as shit. I would absolutely watch this again. I don't know if I would buy like a super special edition, like forty dollar Blu ray for it.
1: Looked online last night. It's not $40, it's 20. But yeah, for $20 I'm going to buy oh, yeah, the 2 yeah, disc, yeah. no, no tw- 3D 3D yeah. 2D version sure. of it.
0: Yeah, okay. I'll get that.
1: I'm on I'm on board. It's got special features and shit, so it's like I for $20, that's worth it for me.
0: But it's not the only Valentine's Day movie. We have a few minutes. You want to run down two other films? I got yeah, one hell Yeah, hell on. yeah. I want
1: to I want to hear more about uh Valentine.
0: All right. Valentine Day 2001. This is called Valentine. No, it's a, Okay, Valentine. Valentine. Singular. Valentine, 2001. This movie but,
1: it's got buffy's boyfriend in it right
0: oh, yeah david barianis denise richard and a couple other people um <sighs> nobody in this movie is likable not <laughs> yeah. a single person is worse movie, than is likable
1: what you're complaining about for my bloody valentine 2009
0: so much worse because at <laughs> least my bloody valentine 2009 the characters were characters like i'm a sheriff here's what i do this mm-hmm. movie i can't even tell you what they do they're like <laughs> We're rich. We party at mansions, and so so. Here here's an example of their idea of character development. Um, at one point, this girl her her boyfriend knocks at the door. And is like, "Oh man, I got kicked out of my house. I need a place to stay because I'm sinking every penny I own into this startup." Man, wh- that's your character development. When we meet David uh Buffy's boyfriend, Spike, David Bowie
1: Arbor. David <laughs>
0: David Arroyo David Borealis. <laughs> uh, Arroy Borealis shows up and he and they're like and he like literally has a bottle of alcohol sitting next to him on the scene they're like oh you're drinking again you're an alcoholic you know how we don't like that you're an alcoholic you know how we used to date and you're an alcoholic so I hate that you're an alcoholic now and I can see that you haven't stopped being an alcoholic and he's like I did but I quit but I want you back so I'm gonna quit and I didn't even open that bottle it's just there to to remind me how strong I am blah 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 blah, blah. And you're like i just met this character and you're just getting it all out of the way that's not how you build character that's Yeah. Like, can you
1: imagine like friggin the carillion corvette gets sucked into the star destroyer and darth vader walks up and princess leia's like well if it isn't the murderous jedi who destroyed planets and killed a lot of people and then influenced the senate and all that, like what wait whoa 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 whoa, what
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's it, instead of letting you find out who these people are through other points in the movie they're like we need to get this shit out of the way so we can right. kill these people Terrible, terrible, and every single one of them's like this. The movie starts with like a classic, like terror train setup, where it's like, I'm a nerdy kid. I'm gonna go up to these pretty girls in high school, and like they're young in this, they're like teenagers. Hey, you want to dance with me? No, you fucking nerd. You're ugly and stupid. Uh, <laughs> hey, you want to dance with me? No,
1: fuck. Bringing back no. memories. <laughs> yeah. So, so that,
0: so all the girls, all the in the in the beginning of the movie, this guy goes and asks like four girls to dance, and they're all like, fuck you, you're a douche. Except one's like, ah, maybe later and then he like starts kissing this like this other girl and she's like yeah i'll make out with you under the bleach he's like cool so he's making out with her and then these like douchebags show up and like pants the kid and give him a swirly and like start beating him up and throwing him around and it's like like over the top bully shit. where you're like yeah, okay, yeah. this is i'm getting to the point where i need this to stop or i don't want to watch this movie anymore it's mm-hmm. like just torturous to watch this kid get bullied and she's like he assaulted me like she Making out like she's he's she's claiming he assaulted because she doesn't want to be seen making out with this guy, and his nose starts bleeding and he's like oh like like not because he's getting punched up like it just when he gets nervous his nose bleeds or something and
1: there wasn't a scene establishing that where someone walked in and was like
0: Dexter your nose always bleeds when you get upset remember I mean it's basically that bad anyway smash the titles in you know so we meet these girls they're adult they're teenagers now or I don't know young women whatever and they're doing shit. And people start dying, and the kills aren't that great. Like the kills make no sense. The set pieces are just okay. Um, again, you already hate these women because they've been they were dicks to this kid in the first scene, and they don't redeem them in any way. The exposition is really clunky. Um, we have the first chick, Katherine Heigl, who um, she is a coroner or something. She's doing autopsies, and she's about to cut up this dead body, and she like gets a mystery phone call. And then she like walks around and like oh something's creepy. Ugh. She comes back with a scalpel and she's about to press it into the body and the body goes oh, and breathes and she's like ah! And she she runs away and then she comes back and the body's gone and she opens this drawer and the corpse that she was supposed to out, cut up falls out. So then she runs and hides in a body bag and then this like guy with this creepy cherub mask starts stabbing the body bags one at a time and then Is stabs. it a
1: full-size man? Yeah. What's the rest of his costume?
0: A trench coat with a tiny little baby ma- mask on. Okay. Yeah.
1: Stupid. But a uh, human size, not cupid size.
0: No, he's he's full size, tall, okay. six foot tall. Um, you know, wearing a little baby sure. mask, stabbing okay. her. She stabs, and it's a cool set piece. I like the you know go to body bag, body bag. But yeah, yeah. You came into that room and was like, hee, I'm gonna play a trick. Take your fucking shirt off. Climb under a sheet that she's supposed to cut the body up. What if she didn't check? What if she didn't notice you breathing and just stabbed you in the stomach <laughs> like she's supposed to do? That was her right. job. And you're like, he, 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 I'm going to hide here and scare her when I breathe. What if she was just like stabbed? She had a knife. What if you breathe? She was like, oh, fuck. Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> Got to make sure this body's dead. What a dumb, dumb, dumb plot. <sighs> and then and then you see after he stabs, the, the blood dri- drips out. So you're like, oh, it's that kid. Mm. Everybody in this movie sucks. The cops suck. He's like hitting on the chicks. And you're like, this guy sucks. There's a cool scene where that this art installation, um, and the art installation is all these like video walls, and he's in there, and the, there's like a lot of flash. It's like a funhouse mirror sort of situation with all these video walls, and he's in there with a with a crossbow and shoots a chick down a stairwell with a crossbow. That's kind of cool. But then like the rest of the movie, there's a scene where Denise Richards is in a hot tub, and they the the killer puts her in the hot tub and then puts the lid on, so she's trapped in there, and then starts drilling holes through the hot tub. That's probably the best scene. Because it's like, oh, that's you know, at least scary. She's trapped underneath this like plastic Mm -hmm. cover, he's drilling holes in, and then and then throws the drill in, she gets electrocuted. That's kind of cool. But like (laughs) fucking dumb. And then at the end, they're like, it was David Borealis the whole time. And you're like, that's stupid. And then is David
1: is is David Borealis the nerdy kid or no?
0: Yeah, but he had facial reconstructive surgery, because that's how that fucking works. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so
1: fucking You walk stupid. in, you're like, give me a David Aurora Borlealis, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but keep the nosebleed.
0: Yeah, keep the nosebleed. Yeah. Nobody, ugh,
1: Wait, so are the kills supposed stupid. to be Valentine's Day based? Because you said crossbow, that's a Cupid thing. Most of uh, them are just
0: lame stabs, a lot of them. Okay, and like, you so it's not Valentine's
1: head, like, based. Because no, drill, I was like, what's drill through a jacuzzi and then electrocution? What's the connection well, there? Not there's really like a some, Valentine's you know, Day they keep
0: one. finding Valentine's where they're like, you're next, ha ha ha. But like overall nobody's likable. You're next. Ha ha. <laughs> the the kills happen again thanks to um thanks to the kill count dead meat. Um it happened every 10 minutes. That's way too long for me, you know. Way too long. <laughs> and they're not good. You need
1: literally it you need it 3 times faster than that. <laughs> that's that's what we that's what we're comparing it to for my bloody Valentine 20 uh
0: 2009. And, all they're just constantly complaining. They're always complaining. They're at a party and the party seems to be rocking. You're at a big mansion. There's lots of food and booze. And they're like, this party sucks. This party literally sucks. And they keep telling you how shitty it is. And it's like, fine, then leave. Go home. Go get killed by this fucking babyface killer. Just ah, uh, just stop. Just just, just kill all. Like they fucking suck. Like, don't make a movie where you start the movie being like, hey, your main character sucks. And then don't redeem them. Terra Train did the same thing. They they torture a nerdy guy to the point of a mental breakdown. But Fucking um, Jamie Lee Curtis feels so bad about it and, and is like, you guys took it too far. She at least tries to atone for it when we find her friends getting murdered later. But it's like, you, the movie made the biggest mistake where it's like, oh, you made them all suck. You, did, you forgot to leave somebody right. to be a hero. You forgot to leave somebody to be like a final girl. No, we just want them all dead and it can't come soon enough. So the movie feels like it drags. The kills aren't that imaginative. And ugh, just fucking not worth it
1: is it worth the watch if i've never seen it because it was on my list for i don't know Tubi or something but it's shitty just movie pulled. sunday
0: for sure yeah for okay. sure watch it with people so you can all be like fuck these people well, i think suck. there's a sh- i
1: think it's a scream factory release there's a, i think it's scream factory release of it so you know usually their yeah. their choices even if i don't like them i understand why they chose them
0: it fucking sucks yeah it, it it's one of like it's one of the worst slashers I've seen in a long time because because I'm like frustrated that they are not dying fast enough and that none of this dialogue is good, none of the exposition's good, and almost not in a fun way. So you need people to be like angry with you at it.
1: <laughs> sure, I get that. Like,
0: look, we've watched a lot of shitty movies recently and they've been fun. Oh my god, I'm laughing at them. And this one's like, why? Why wasn't this fun? There's no fun. The movie's not even having fun. <laughs>
1: Any nudity at least? Does David or Borealis take a David boob David boobie out of, David boob around us? David <laughs> David boobs around us takes his shirt off?
0: I mean, there's like one shower scene, whatever.
1: <laughs> Lame. <laughs> well, I, I think at, for sure, 1981, My Bloody Valentine has a bunch of dudes in the shower.
0: Yeah, we get to see them playing grab ass.
1: Yeah, um, I read that they were really naked too, but you never see it. They're all shot above the waist.
0: They, they wanted that's
1: method acting. It's method
0: acting. Um, there's definitely a that's you in there. There's this neighbor character who talks in rhyme and um, gets caught putting on women's underwear and killed with an iron. Nice.
1: All right. <laughs> oh, well. When I watch it, I'll that that one will count. <laughs> You'll be like, I'll oh, be like, I got me,
0: you got me. That's me. All right, tell me about the one you watch. You watched, okay. Uh,
1: so I watched Cupid, and this is the second time I've watched it, and I was just as underwhelmed this time as I was the first time. <laughs> um, we're recording this on the sixth uh, of February, and it of twenty twenty two. It's on Tubi, and I, I think Tubi and uh, IMDb right now. It's interesting enough to watch. It would probably be better with more people. It wasn't laborious, but it was definitely not fast moving. Uh, it's called Cupid 2020. Um, the movie opens in a restaurant and there's a guy and a girl. The girl is clearly a little younger and not into it. And the guy is like, well, you know, when I bought my Corvette, because I'm like this hot shot. And he's talking all about how he's such a hot shot. And the girl clearly is not really into it. And he he's really like a douchey guy. And you're getting the idea that this date is not worth it. And she's not liking it. She goes into the bathroom and calls her friend and says, so, ugh, this isn't worth it. Even if he does take me on a trip or a, a spa day or something is what she was going to get out of it. She's like, I think I'm just going to bail. Cuts back to him waiting for her at the table and another woman runs in and he's like, uh, uh, Lucy or whatever the fuck her name is. You know, what, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm sorry. I, 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 you know, I fucked it. I fucked this up. I made this terrible and it's, I don't remember if I think it's revealed somehow that she cast the spell. But anyway, you know that she did some shit and he's like, oh, no, what did you do? We got to get out of here. And they get up out of the restaurant. He starts pushing her out of the restaurant when they get outside and they're arguing outside. the, The new girl from that he was like secretly seeing now comes out of the front door and she's like, oh, what are you guys doing here? Then they hear something and look up and there's this kind of short but skinny cupid that's got this weird monster bite like lipless face and kind of like a beak with big cupid wings and he's like very gray colored flying at them and it's like a pretty good setup it doesn't look amazing but it doesn't look terrible for a shitty little movie and he fucking arrows one of the girl the the girlfriend girl the new girl right in the eye which is awesome then she turns and it just looks like they stuck a candy apple in her eye. It looks terrible, but like, okay. I, I'm, the,
0: I'm looking at this picture right now of her with a candy this, apple. The sequence
1: yeah. looks good. He kills the other two coming from the sky and you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. And that's the last cool thing that happens. And that's not really true, but that's kind of the last good sequence in the movie. You meet uh, there's these girls in high school. It there, Some of them sound American. Some of them sound like gross British talking. Uh, there's a teacher... A male teacher and a female teacher who have a budding relationship that they're trying to keep secret. There's a young girl who is our protagonist who is into witchcraft and she casts a spell so that the male teacher falls in love with her. There's a bully character who's like the only relatively okay looking ask. Let me ask you a movie. question about
0: that. Let me guess. Yeah. She casts a spell so the male teacher falls in love with her. How is that played in the movie? Is that played as um like sweet and innocent or is that played as what it actually is? Like you use witchcraft to rape this guy.
1: I don't know that they've played it any which way it just happens. Okay. Weird. She, they, they see each other. They talk. He says something nice to her that we, as the audience know, was just him being a nice teacher, but we see that she's into him. She goes home and she's, she there's these bully girls that are pro- bothering her. She goes home and she does this little spell where she's like, make him love me. And the bully girls, like long story short, the bully girls end up doing this prank where they somehow get the teacher's phone and they text her pretending to be the teacher interested in her. She sends some slightly, very slightly erotic pictures to him, not worth seeing. And then they send something back to her. It's like, oh, well. I'll be after school late tomorrow. Come make a move. So she does, and they videotape her leaning in for a kiss, and he tells her no, and then they play it in class, and the whole class sees it, and the girl gets upset and runs outside, and the whole locker, all the lockers up and down are peppered with the pictures of her. No. So she goes home, and she opens up her magic spell book, and there's a kill everybody about love book, and she casts a spell to ruin everybody because of love. Some bullshit. And this creature comes up behind her, looks like Death with a robe, and is like, who do you want this on? And she's like, everybody at my school. So now Cupid comes and just starts randomly killing people at school. Points for they try to make the Deaths Valentine's Day related. He is throwing Valentine's Day cards like Ninja Stars at one point. It's executed terribly, but a good idea. He jams a dozen roses down a girl's throat, executed terribly, but a good idea. Uh, a lot of arrows the arrows somehow poison you and they find that out by watching a guy and knowing that the poison is spreading to his heart which then later another kid gets shot in the arm they have to amputate it yeah. um for no real like with with no real information and this english teacher is the one who figures it out and amputates this guy's arm in the science lab wouldn't um,
0: the arrows from cupid make you fall in love like wouldn't it be like fucking 100 no, because oh, of sorry, fucking sorry body?
1: before we see <laughs> that good scene at the beginning of that first date. They explain that the Cupid story we all know is only part of it. And that his mom got jealous of Cupid's romance and yada, yada, yada took his love away, made him evil. And now if you, if you say the right incantation, he will come and destroy love for you. Uh, Again, like it's all good premise, but it's one of those movies where they just told things that were happening. There's no real suspense. Like they don't even really try to build too much suspense Um, there's like a, oh my God, I caused this. (gasps) Surely you caused this. Why would you do this to your friends? But like, there's no emotion backing it up. There's no reveal. You know what I mean? It's not like anything matters. The kills, there's one or two kills that look okay, but for the most part, they don't really look that good. Um, he's only allowed to kill on Valentine's day. So they just have to make it through Valentine's day. And at the end, there's like a showdown where they have two minutes left and Valentine's Day killer is there. The Cupid is there. The death guy is hovering over the main girl who's like, I want to take it back. And he's like, you can't. It has to wait. And then she's like, no, I, I, I want to change it. And he's like, she could kill everyone in this room. And she's like, the, the ghost thing says, well, then it needs a sacrifice. And all this fucking talking during the last two minutes and while there needs to be a sacrifice the bully girl somehow dies it like it isn't really clear how she dies and it's not really clear if her dying just killed the last two minutes or if that was somehow the sacrifice needed to stop it but like then the then it stops cupid goes away and like a cut like the two teachers are left the main girl is left this boy who tells her that he loves her and I don't know if I just don't understand British people, but he comes off as a little effeminate, but he tells her he's loved her since the fifth grade. And she's like, I didn't know. Then later when he's got his arm ch- getting chopped off, she's like, I'm going to take you on a date. If you survive, I'll take you on a date. Never fleshed out any more than that. You don't care about him. You don't care that she's revealed that this guy is dying and loves her. We don't know what happens to them. The teachers, the two teachers survive. And then the, t- the, like the police and shit maybe come, but anyway, the female teacher says, I'll take this one arm kid to the hospital. And the other teacher's like, all right, I'll drive this girl who we know has a crush on me home. Although they do at some point, she says, I'm over this shit. Don't worry about it. Then they have a couple lines of dialogue of like, wow, this is crazy. And then he leans in and kisses her. And she's like, what? And he's like, I guess your spell worked. And then it cuts to the credits. And you're like, I don't know if that was supposed to be cute or bu- 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 or like. I don't understand why that was like that. But it's just like, all the Wait. makeup effects were good enough, but the, like, the stuff in the eye, a lot of people get shot in the eye. It's just a candy apple in the eye. The,
0: the, the Cupid doesn't look good. He looks like No, somebody... but I mean,
1: but credit for what, wherever they filmed that, whatever their what? budget was. Oh, he slits a throat that looks pretty decent. I think he slits but, that with the letter.
0: On. The teacher knows that she caused this, right? Your spell works, so he knows that she caused no, no, no. this horrible magic oh, death. Oh,
1: right? no. I was going to say that the love spell i think he knows it's a love spell
0: right but if he knows it's a love spell does he like i would also assume that the witch caused the fucking cupid monster to she
1: explains to everybody that she did the cupid monster so everybody so knows
0: he's like i think it's cute that you got half your class murdered that's sweet also, it doesn't and
1: that's the thing is like, like you said before it's like the bully girl is probably the most developed character because it's hinted at that she's got a shitty home life she is lashing out because she is uh, um, angry about that. At the end, there's a scream reveal where she says, "Your mom is a slut and she stole my dad away, or she broke up my family," which is very ham-fisted. But like, okay, you're telling me why she's been acting like this, and it's a justifiable reason. Um,
0: I'm looking at the cover of this, the poster, and it's a, it's a great
1: way better than the movie.
0: The problem with it. That i that I can see the problem with it that I can see is let's take like somebody photoshopped a face onto it but it's the wrong angle mm-hmm. so they obviously had a guy some bald dude pretending to hold a bow and arrow the bow and arrow isn't real and is obviously photoshopped poorly <laughs> and they obviously had to paint out something on the bow and the repetition from the like the clone stamp is there and the face isn't the right angle at all it's just like placed on top it's not even blended properly it's that's also not the right it's thing.
1: kind of what the makeup looked like but yeah it's definitely not
0: the head that it was on there oh, it's terrible this is terrible this is um, terrible why would you watch uh,
1: well it because i because what i love holiday you know holiday horror is my favorite one this one is not that great i looked on imdb to get more information there was zero things in the did you know the only user review there was this is an offense to the public. And then it says, how is possible someone do this and come outside to the masses? And I don't right? know if I agree with that, but I know what they mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how is it possible that somebody do um, this? released <laughs> to out. the
1: masses? Um, it's not great. It doesn't. It's like it's like the opposite of my bloody Valentine, where it doesn't scratch any itches. There's no, I mean, not that it matters, but there's no nudity. There's no good kills. The only points I would give it is that it is trying to make the kills Valentine's kills. And you and I have talked about this for our Christmas episode, where some Christmas horror movies are just a regular horror movie during Christmas time. But some of them are killing people with snowflakes and with Christmas lights and with Christmas ornaments. And you're like, okay, that's holiday related. I get it. This gets points for that, but and, and like it tried, but like I and the acting it is not terrible. For having
0: an actual like monster, it's not just a dude yeah. with a crossbow,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's most a of these natural elements to it.
0: Yeah, most of these things are just a, like forgiving sort of the mythos some sort of like attempt to make that into a horror movie. Yeah, Good for them,
1: this this is one of those that like I've watched it now twice by myself. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what a what a dumbass right. I don't know if this would work for shitty movie. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I've seen it, and if someone else put it in the vote, I might not vote for it because I don't know how funny we could make this. You know, <laughs> fool
0: me, fool me one shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me. Some make more, make a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> if you had, if I had to watch this thing three times, Ugh, Lord, um,
1: well, yeah, I think I think that'll be the last time I'm watching it. I'm not buying it, and you know that I buy anything that I remotely think is is cool or worth yeah. it. No. Not worth it. Even if there was an extended uncut edition, the Zack Snyder cut that was four hours, and they swore that it was better, I'd be like, uh, no.
0: So we highly recommend My Bloody Valentine and its 2009 3D remake, but these other two movies, avoid. Avoid like crappy candy hearts.
1: Can I tell you that while I was running today, I was going to open the episode by saying, Rumi love is in the air. And then I immediately wrote an entire Valentine horror movie about that, which is essentially the Cronenberg Rick and Morty episode. Yeah. How cool would it be if you made it, if you have a, a horror movie where people make a love potion, whether it's yeah. a scientist or, or kids and to, to, weird science and you release it and it turns, like it gets out of hand to the point of being like essentially love sick zombies competing for different people's attention. It doesn't have to be Cronenberg. Like
0: it, isn't that the p- mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yes. I don't know why my microphone is having such problems today. Um that's the point of the movie Ravenous, isn't it? All I like, didn't see it. They're all like horny zombies?
1: No, that's the best kind though.
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Not like I this. would make
1: a horny zombie movie called Zomballs.
0: <laughs> no, not like this. You know, yeah, this one's much more horrifying. horrifying.
1: Wait, yeah, re- rat? Oh, not Shivers. That's the Cronenberg one. Um,
0: no, maybe it is. Not- maybe maybe it is the Cronenberg one.
1: That's where like there's like a worm that gets in everybody, and, and it
0: makes them horny and fucking.
1: Yeah, hippie. I think that's Shivers.
0: Shivers. Yeah, maybe it's Shivers. I don't know.
1: But I want this to be like widespread. Like this is Dawn of the Dead, but based on a love thing. Blech. And maybe it's not like they're killing each other or violent. But they're trying so hard. Like, it essentially would be almost like raping zombies. But you wouldn't get to that point. Your heroes would have to get away.
0: Your heroes and that's would the whole have point. to get away. Yeah. yeah, that sounds horrifying. I mean, right? a horror movie. Um, what was I going to say? I watched a wild movie last night. And I, I do want to talk about it briefly. We, we only have we have such a little time left. Watch Titane, guys. That movie's fucking wild. Watch what? Wild. Titane. Titane? French, Titane. It's a French film. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. And it is. I mean, it won the Palme d'Or at Cannes. So, you know, it's mm, 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 mm. oui. very fancy, um, but it is wild, dude. Is so, it horror
1: or Valentine's related? No. just This is just a classic launch pad digression?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Just 'cause laughs> yeah. I watched it last night. My my wife and I watched it. And afterwards, we we're like, what the fuck did we just see? And we talked about it for a while. It's probably a little more avant-garde than mm. most of our fare. You know, like the movie Mother almost. Did you ever see that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which I actually liked a lot, but like I couldn't explain it to you.
0: It's like that, but with more car fucking. <laughs> now, when <laughs> you say it, car. <laughs> that's it, guys. Follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Check us out on YouTube. Let us know what car fucking movies you've watched recently. Let us know what movies you like for Valentine's Day. Do you guys like My Bloody Valentine? Let us know. We love hearing from you guys. Till next time, we are the Rocketeers. Let's blast this thing off. That's it. We are out. <laughs>
1: ignition sequence start 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 We all engines running Liftoff, we have a liftoff